Welcome to Econ On The Go. In this episode, we're going to talk about revenue maximization. Revenue maximization is mostly a monopolist issue because it deals with choosing an optimal price. Remember, competitive firms are price takers, so they can't choose the price they sell at. They sell at whatever price the market determines. But monopolists do have the opportunity to choose which price they charge. And who in the firm is responsible, in most cases, for those pricing decisions? The chief marketing officer. So now we're back in the CMO's domain to think about how they can go about maximizing the revenue of the firm. When we think about what price to charge for the monopolist, let's think about what happens when the monopolist changes the price. And let's think about a firm which is offering computer cloud services. They're the only firm in the region or the area that has the servers that provides the computer cloud services to the local consumers. And so they are effectively a monopolist and can set whatever price they want. Say the monopolist lowers the prices. Well, when they lower the price, more consumers will now start using those cloud services. More consumers will start buying because of law of demand. That increases revenue for the firm. But when they lower the price, the consumers that used to be buying those cloud services will continue to buy because the price has gone down. They're still willing to pay that price, that lower price. But now that they pay a lower price, the revenue for the firm has gone down from those customers. They're buying the same amount that they were buying before, but now they're paying less. So revenue goes up because they have more consumers who are buying, but revenue goes down because the existing consumers pay less. What happens if the monopolist raises the prices? Well, if the price goes up, now some consumers who have been using the services will stop using the cloud services. They'll walk away. That lowers revenue for the firm. But the customers that do stay will now pay a higher price, and so that increases revenue for the firm. And the net impact for either lowering the price or raising the price is going to depend on which effect is greater. In both cases, one of the effects increased revenue, the other effect decreased revenue. And which is going to be bigger than the other is going to determine the net impact on the overall revenue for the firm. Now, mathematically, we can write the change in revenue as dr, or the delta of r, the derivative of r, as dq times price plus quantity times dp, or the change in price. That may not seem obvious at first, but if we think about it, it's really just explaining the story we told above. DQ is the change in the number of consumers, those who either start buying when I lower the price or those who walk away when I raise the price. And how much that's going to change my total revenue is the number of consumers that start buying or walk away, that's DQ, the change in the consumers that I had before, times essentially the price that they were paying in the market before I changed the price. So my lost revenue or gained revenue from new or fewer customers is the change in the number of customers times the price that they pay. And the second term is quantity times the change in price. That's just the effect of increased or decreased revenue for the existing customers. Q are the existing number of consumers or customers I had before, and DP just says how much I changed the price to those existing customers. If I increase the price, DP is positive. That gives me positive revenue from the remaining consumers. And if I lower the price, that means the remaining consumers pay me a lower amount of money than they had before. So when I write the change in revenue as DR equals DQ times P, 
that's change in revenue from new customers or lost customers, plus Q times DP, which is the change in revenue from the added price for existing customers or the lost revenue from the customers because I lower the price. Marginal revenue is the change in total revenue for a small change in output. So before I defined what my change in total revenue was, that equation we just talked about, the marginal revenue is the derivative of revenue with respect to quantity. So we're changing output by just a little bit. And the way to think about this is as the cloud services provider, what's going to be the change in my revenue when I add one more server or when I add the capacity to have one more hour of hosting or one more gigabyte of cloud hosting, however I measure that output. We can write this in terms of the change in quantity instead of the change in price because of the one-to-one -one relationship between price and quantity in the demand curve. So above when I was talking about the monopolist changing prices and what that does to the revenue, I can flip it around and say, what happens if I change quantity? What does that do to my revenue? Because when I change quantity, that implies some change in price according to the demand curve. So when I take my change in revenue curve I had before, dr is dq times p plus q times dp, and take that with respect to dq, I'm just dividing by dq. And so I have dr dq, which is my marginal revenue, equals the price plus dp dq times q. And again, I can think of p is the revenue I gain or lose from new or lost customers, and dp dq times q is the gain or loss of revenue from the original consumers. And the dp dq is how much the price has changed for the amount I had sold to them before. And it's either increasing revenue from what I sold them before because I raised prices or lost revenue because I lowered the prices to my existing consumers. So again, the revenue is I have a change in revenue because I have new customers or I've lost customers. And I have a change in revenue because I change the price and I either get more revenue from my existing consumers or I get less revenue from my existing customers because I dropped the price. Now, for a linear demand curve, we multiply the constant in front of Q by 2, and that gives us the marginal revenue function. So if we have price is some function of Q, that's our demand curve, then we take the number in front of Q, whatever it is, and multiply it by 2. And that new equation is our marginal revenue curve. For a standard demand curve, the total revenue curve is an inverted U. It starts at the origin where price and quantity intersect because if I'm selling nothing, then my revenue is nothing. And it increases because I start selling more output and I'm selling more output at a high price. Eventually, it's going to reach a maximum point. And then it's going to start to decrease again back down to where I'm giving away the product for free even though I'm selling a large amount of output Q. So it starts where my revenue is zero and it ends where my revenue is zero and in between it goes up and then back down. Marginal revenue is the slope of that total revenue curve and it equals zero at the maximum point. The marginal revenue is horizontal. I'm at the top of that mountain. So marginal revenue equals zero is the condition for where I maximize revenue. I find my marginal revenue curve, my equation, I set it equal to zero and I solve for Q, that's gonna give me the amount of output which is going to maximize the revenue. We can utilize the formula for marginal revenue and the formula for demand elasticity 
to show that revenue is maximized where demand elasticity is negative one or unit elastic. The intuition is that if demand is elastic, then when I lower the price a little bit, I have a lot of new customers that show up because it's elastic. And I lose a little bit of revenue from my existing customers, but I have so many new customers show up because I dropped the price that that extra revenue from new customers compensates for the dilution of the existing customers. And similarly, if the demand is inelastic, then I want to raise prices because when I raise the price, the higher price that I get from my existing customers is so much more than the lost revenue from the customers that walk away because there aren't that many customers that walk away when demand is inelastic. Inelastic demand means I change price and there's very little change in quantity, which means I don't lose that many customers. And because I get so much more revenue from all those customers that stay, which is the majority of them, that's going to compensate me for the lost revenue I get from those few that do walk away. And so if demand is elastic, I want to lower the price. If demand is inelastic, I want to raise the price. And when demand is unit elastic, I have no incentive to raise or lower the price. That's where I'm maximizing my revenue. So we've talked about how a firm goes about maximizing revenue. And sometimes firms do try to maximize their top line, maximize their total revenue. But most often we think of firms as maximizing profit. In the next episode, we're going to take what we learned about revenue maximization and combine it with the cost side of things to think about overall profit maximization for the firm.